Listening to sermons as we go about our days, driving around or doing our work, is a perfect reminder of our Lord's promises and of His mercies. This is the mission of Upper Room Media. To make the Word of God accessible to anybody and everybody. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Today is the first Sunday of the month of Ba'una, and uh, by God's grace, what I'd like to talk about this morning is this concept of fighting for life, fighting for the life of the, and the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives. But before I get into it, I just kind of want to remind us of how the church lectionary is broken up. The first portion of the church year, of the, the lectionary is broken up. Basically, a simple way to remember it is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So in the beginning of the, the, the liturgical year, we focus on the love of God the Father. And then we talk about the grace and the work of salvation in the person of our Lord Jesus Christ which has now been accomplished through His death, resurrection, ascension, and sending us of the Holy Spirit. And now we're in the third section of the year, which is the gift and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. So this is the readings that, we're, that the church is teaching us now. is about the gift and the fellowship and uh, working with the Holy Spirit. So this is how the liturgical um, lectionary is broken up throughout the year, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We hear in the gospel today that the disciples ask our Lord Jesus Christ to teach them how to pray. And then our Lord says to them the Our Father prayer. He teaches them how to pray the Our Father. And then after that, He gives them a parable. And it's really about persistence in prayer. And if we read the parable, it says, He said to them, Which of you shall have a friend and go to him at midnight and say to him, Friend, lend me three loaves. For a friend of mine has come to me on this journey and I have nothing to set before him. And he will answer within and say, do not trouble me. The door is now shut and my children are within me or are with me in my bed. And I cannot rise and give to you. I say to you, though he will not rise and give to him because he is his friend, yet because of his persistence, and this is what really the, the key word in this parable is about his persistence, he will rise and give him as many as he needs. So then our Lord Jesus Christ says, so I say to you, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives and he who seeks finds. And to him who knocks it will be opened. So our Lord Jesus Christ, they ask, they, the disciples ask him to teach them how to pray. He says the Our Father prayer. And then to accompany the Our Father prayer, he teaches them how should they pray. The, the manner in which they should pray being in, in a persistent type of way. And he gives them this parable. And by God's grace, we'll go a little bit through this parable. He went to him at midnight. Why at midnight? It's because at midnight showing the time when people ought to be sleeping. Imagine like this, you were in this situation, you're sleeping and one of your friends knocks at your door at midnight asking you for something. You're gonna think that friend is crazy, but you're also gonna think that what? It's a very urgent request, you know? Um, so our Lord Jesus Christ is showing here by, the, 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 by he, the fact that he came at midnight shows the urgency and the persistence of the person who is asking for something. The man who gave, the, the man who was awakened from his sleep, our God does not know sleep. The man asked for three loaves but ended up giving him more than he asked for. So when God sees our persistence, He gives us. In, 
in the Greek translation of this scripture, when it says, so I say to you, ask and it will be given to you, seek and you will find, knock and it will be opened to you. The verbs ask, seek and knock, in the Greek translation, it's better translated saying, as saying, keep asking, keep seeking and keep knocking. Why? Because God wants us to be persistent in our prayers. So persistence in prayers is so key. And this is what the key point of the parable is that not only did our Lord Jesus Christ teach them how to pray in the Our Father prayer, but he taught them how to pray. He wants us to pray persistently. St. Augustine says he begged insistently so that he give him as many as he wished. If a man awakened from sleep is forced to give unwillingly an answer to a request, God, who does not know sleep and who who awakens us from sleep that we may ask, gives us more graciously. So God wants to give to us, but He wants us to ask persistently. Because the more that we ask, the more the desire in our heart is shown to God. And somebody might say, well, God, doesn't, doesn't He know all of the things that we need? Why do I need to ask persistently? Because when I make petitions to God in a persistent kind of way, it shows the seriousness of the matter in my heart. It shows how, God, I'm going to hold on tight and I will not leave you until I get what I want from you. And when I thought about this, I thought I remember Jacob. If we look at the book of Genesis, chapter 32, verse 24 to 28, it says, Then Jacob was left alone, and a man wrestled with him until the breaking of day. But he said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. So he said to him, What is your name? He said, Jacob. And he said, Your name shall no longer be called Jacob, but Israel, for you have struggled with God and with men and have prevailed. Jacob, he fought with God. Jacob fought with God and he said, I'm not going to let you go until you what? Bless me. He was persistent with God. And we need to learn this persistence in our prayers. Sometimes when we ask God for something, if we ask once, we feel like that might be enough. But he wants us to be persistent and wrestle with God. And this is why God changed his name from Jacob to what? To Israel. And this is what Israel means. Those who struggle with God or wrestle with God. We can wrestle with God in one of two ways. We can wrestle with God in a way where I'm working against him and I'm fighting him so that my will is against his will. That's one way to wrestle with God. Or I can wrestle with God so that I get his blessing. What our Lord Jesus Christ is teaching in this, in this parable is that we should wrestle with God in a way that we don't leave Him until we get that blessing, that we are persistent in what we want from Him. St. Augustine says, But how is Jacob blessed? And that he got the upper hand with God, and that he held on bravely and persevered and did not lose from his grasp what Adam lost. So then St. Augustine advises us, So let us, the faithful, hold on to what we receive in order that we may deserve to be blessed. So we have to hold on tight to what we receive. We have to hold on tight to God and be persistent in knowing that what we have received something from Him and what we want to receive from Him, we cannot stop until we get it. And then our Lord continues in, a par- in the parable and He says, he, he says, If a son asks for bread from any father among you, will he give him a stone? 
Or if he asks for fish, will he give him a serpent instead of a fish? Or if he asks for an egg, will he offer him a scorpion? If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? And if you remember what I said at the beginning, is that what are we focusing on during this portion of the year? The gift and the fellowship of what? The Holy Spirit. So the church is telling us that the gift that God is giving to humanity is what? The gift of the Holy Spirit. So that we become spiritual sons and daughters of God through the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives. And if we look at these three things, the bread, the fish, and the egg, what are they? They are all symbols of life. So, and our Lord Jesus Christ says, if somebody asks for bread, why? Because bread is something that we need for our life. Fish is also a symbol of life. The egg is a symbol of life. The Father wants to give us the gift of the Holy Spirit, which is what? Life. He wants to give us life. He doesn't want to give us the opposite of what those things are. And the opposite is what? A stone or a serpent or a scorpion. This is, these are the things that the adversary wants to give to us. The adversary, sorry, wants to give to us. He wants to give us the opposite, the food that is not good. But our Lord Jesus Christ wants to give us the heavenly food, the good food. And all of these foods are what? Symbols of life. He has poured out His Holy Spirit upon us. And this is what we're remembering during this time of year. So God wants us to ask for the things that give life. And those things are the things of the Spirit. So when we pray, if we're going to pray, what we are asking for is important. How we are asking for it is also important. In the Epistle of St. James, it says, Yet you do not have because you do not ask. You ask and you do not receive because you ask amiss that you may spend it on your pleasures. So when I come to God and I ask Him, because, you know, if, if we were just to recap what we're saying so far, the disciples said, Lord, teach us to pray. He teaches them to pray the Our Father. And then He gives them this parable about this man who's coming at midnight asking for bread. And then He tells them, if, some, if your children ask for bread, will you give them a stone? And so on and so forth. And then he says, if you, I want to give you the good food. I want to give you the spiritual food. The things that come from the Holy Spirit. Are those the things that we are focused on? And like St. James says, we don't... Either if, if we ask... If, sorry, if we don't ask, we're not going to receive. But if we ask, what are the things that we are asking for? You ask amiss that you may spend it on what? Your pleasures. St. Cyril of Alexandria says, we sometimes come near to our bounteous God, offering and petitions for various objects according to each one's pleasure. Sometimes we pray without discernment or any careful examination of what truly is to our advantage. And if granted by God would prove a blessing or would be to our inquiry, if, or sorry, if our injury, if we received it. So, if we ask God for things that are going to be harmful for us or for our own pleasures and we don't receive it, 
the problem is not with God. The problem is that we're not asking for the right things. He wants to give us of His Holy Spirit so that we become spiritual children. And the cool thing about God is that if we ask for these right things, the things that are of the Spirit, then by default, He will give us the things that are necessary for here in this world. Because He knows our condition. But He wants our focus to be on the good food. The food that gives life, true life, which is all in the work of His Holy Spirit. We, want, we should be transformed from physical, carnal beings to spiritual beings. And we should have this gift in this fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Origen says, when we ask for the living bread, the good Father certainly gives Him and not the stone that His adversary wishes to give. To those who have received the spirit of sonship from the Father, the Father gives a good gift, raining it down from heaven for those who ask of Him. And this is the work of the Holy Spirit. He has rained down upon us the work of His Holy Spirit in our lives so that we ask for the spiritual things. So what does this mean tangibly or technically for you and I? When I pray to God, am I asking God for just the things here of this world to take care of my family, to take care of my house, to take care of my bills, to take care of my work, to take care of the things that are temporary here? Or am I asking God to, to, for the spiritual things, the things that are invisible, the things that are not seen. What am I asking for? Am I asking to grow in virtue? Or am I asking for the things that are temporary? He wants us to give us those things that are eternal and those things that are related to His Holy Spirit. But if we ask amiss, like St. James is saying, then we're not going to receive because those things are not going to be the things that give us life. And our Lord Jesus Christ gives us that example. Well, if your child comes and asks you for a stone as opposed to bread, are we going to give our children a stone to eat as opposed to bread? No. Because the child is asking for something incorrect. Or if your child asks for a scorpion or a serpent, am I going to give my child a scorpion or a serpent as opposed to a, a, a fish or an egg? No. Because those things are harmful for them. So in a similar way, our Heavenly Father is only going to give us the things that are beneficial for us. So if you're asking God for something and you're not receiving it, ask yourself, is the thing that I'm asking for beneficial for me for eternity? Or is it beneficial for, for me just here on this time on earth? He has poured out His Holy Spirit upon us because He wants us to become what? spiritual beings and enjoy that good food. So if we summarize what we said this morning, ask, seek, knock. And like I said, in Greek, those verbs are what? Better translated as continuously and persistently. The theme is to fight. Fight for the life, the Holy Spirit, which is the life giver. Just like Jacob fought, fight for that. We see in the parable, the friend went at midnight showing the urgency of the request. Am I desiring the things of, of the spiritual life in an urgent way? Do I go at midnight to God? Do I say, God, please give me these things. I desire them urgently and persistently. Or do I not care? We all need to ask ourselves this question. God who does not rest will give more than what we ask for. So that in the parable, the person asked for three loaves and the friend gave him whatever else he asked for. He gave him more. This is the way God is with us. 
If we ask Him for the things that are good, He's going to pour out everything more upon us. And He's already done that through the gift of His Holy Spirit. And then, like I said, our Lord Jesus Christ then gives us three examples of food. Bread, fish, and egg, which all symbolize life. The adversary wants to give us the opposite. Stone, serpent, and a scorpion. So ask for the things of life. And know that the Father, because He loves us, will only give us the things that will give us that are necessary for that eternal life. And God has already bestowed upon us the best gift, His Holy Spirit, which gives us life and guides us into the fullness of life. So let us seek the good food and fight for that persistently. Fight for life. Just like Jacob said to him, I'm not going to let you go until you bless me. Let us all be persistent in our prayers. And glory be to our God forever and unto the ages of all ages. Amen. This talk was brought to you by Upper Room Media. We hope that this talk has, through the grace of God, touched your heart. And we pray that it will not only inform you, but will also transform you and your life with Christ.